Live from NPR News, I'm Jack Spear. A bipartisan group of 10 senators who've been working to get a deal on an infrastructure package now say they have an agreement on a framework, but the members did not release any details. According to sources familiar with the negotiations, the proposal would cost $1.2 trillion over eight years and include $579 billion in new spending. The plan does not include any tax hikes, but aides did not provide further information on how costs would be offset. The deal is not with the Biden White House, and the administration says policies and paying for it still need to be addressed. The U.S. says it will donate 500 million doses of COVID-19 vaccine. And President Biden today called on other world leaders gathering now for the G7 summit in England to join the effort. In an interview with NPR's All Things Considered today, White House Coronavirus Response Coordinator Jeff Zients said those doses will go to countries most in need. All of these doses are going to be donated to 100 of the lowest income countries. And this is the largest purchase by far and donation of COVID-19 vaccine any country. The U.S. commitment comes on top of 80 million doses the U.S. has already promised by month's end. U.S. officials argue it's in America's interest and the world's to make sure as many people as possible are vaccinated. California is appealing a ruling by a federal judge that overturned the state's three-decade-old ban on assault rifles. KQED's Juliet McAvoy has more. California's attorney general is challenging the ruling last week that said California's definition of illegal military-style rifles violates people's right to bear arms. Governor Gavin Newsom says the judge, who likened the AR-15 rifle to a Swiss army knife, has a history of decisions supporting gun ownership. Judge Benitez is a stone-cold ideologue. He's a wholly-owned subsidiary of the gun lobby and the National Rifle Association. The state is asking the court to extend the stay on the judge's decision while the appeal proceeds. For NPR News, I'm Julia McAvoy in San Francisco. Prices continue to rise in May, according to new data from the Labor Department. NPR's David Gurr reports it's fueling concerns over long-term inflation. Groceries have gotten more expensive, and so have airfares. They were up 7% in May. Prices for used cars and trucks were up 7.3%. The Consumer Price Index increased 0.6% last month. That's slightly more than many economists expected. Over the last year, it's risen 5%, the largest 12-month increase since August of 2008. And if you remove food and energy, it's the largest 12-month increase since June of 1992. Investors worry that if there is sustained inflation, the Federal Reserve may raise interest rates faster than expected. Policymakers continue to argue these price increases are temporary. David Gura. NPR News, New York. Stocks posted modest gains. The Dow up 19 points today. The Nasdaq rose 108 points. The S&P gained 19 points. This is NPR. The Environmental Protection Agency is reconsidering soot limits in the air. As NPR's Rebecca Hersher reports, soot is made of tiny particles that can lodge deep in the lungs. Chronic exposure to soot pollution is responsible for millions of deaths around the world each year. Soot comes from burning fossil fuels, including gasoline and coal, as well as from wildfires and agriculture. The EPA is responsible for setting limits on soot in the air in the U.S. The last time the limit was updated was nearly a decade ago. Last year, the Trump administration received but did not act on an internal recommendation from agency scientists that soot levels should be reduced to protect public health. Now the EPA says it's revisiting that decision. The agency says the goal is to make sure that soot regulations are aligned with the latest research. 
Rebecca Hersher, NPR News. Arizona hasn't used its gas chamber to carry out an execution since 1999, but the facility is being retooled as the state tries to resume executions after a seven-year hiatus. The horrors associated with gas chamber deaths and the advent of lethal injection had led many in the U.S. to oppose such executions. Corrections officials declined to say why they are restarting the gas chamber, though the move comes at a time many states are finding it increasingly difficult to secure lethal injection drugs as manufacturers refuse to supply them. Executions nationally have been at near record lows. South Carolina last month passed a law requiring death row inmates there to choose between the electric chair and a firing squad. Crude oil futures prices moved higher today, oil up 33 cents a barrel to 7.29 a barrel in New York. I'm Jack Spear, NPR News.